Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Hey, it's me, the Parliament Raven. You know, Jason Rodriguez. Come close, hurry up. I have a few seats that I'm saving back here. I know it's crowded. But the Parliament's being refurbished as new episodes are coming. And I'm going to bring you a summertime bonus episode. So, today we're going to talk about revival. Now, a lot of things have been going on in the church community about this. We saw revival at Asbury Seminary, and this word keeps coming up, whether it be in the news, whether it be the internet, but I want to talk about something more personal, something that that's going to hit you home as it's hit me home, right? With all this changing going on in not only our lives, but what's going on in the church and the world, what does this whole concept of revival mean? To be revived. And I probably have talked about this before, but I want to talk about it now in a different sense, in a sense of personal life, right? Reviving one's journey, right? As many of my listeners are pivoting, many of the parliament are pivoting into different fields, different professions, different paths. It's like changing a whole new chapter, a whole new story, a whole new book even in people's lives. And we can look at that as a type of revival. But I want to go even deeper in and where that actually starts for us believers. So revival is not is not what it appears to be sometimes. Sometimes it appears to be this event, this solemn sacred assembly where people uh, we are seeing signs and wonders and prophecies and all this miraculous things are happening. And people are just like, that's revival. Let's run over there. And you hear this, and they go over there. And then it, then it pops up in another city. Oh, look, uh, uh, the Lord's outbreaking of the Spirit. That's revival. But that's not, from what I've seen in the Word and in history, the revival that the church is looking for is more of a, if I was to give you a picture, think of it as something that, that starts at, at the fount of a, of a stream where a stream is bubbling out of a brook, a, a rock and becoming a brook and that brook becomes a stream and that stream becomes a river and then it rains and that rain <laughs> floods the town and the streets uh, it, just street after street, it reverberates like, ooh, uh, taking a big stone and throwing it into a glassy lake, right? As soon as it hits, you're going to see ripples. So that's revival. But still, what does that mean to revive, to come back to life? You know, plenty of songs, bring me back to life. Uh, huh? What do you... Parliament Raven, what are you talking about? Look, it starts it starts in oneself, you know? Or maybe you don't know. For me, revival has started started in me, in my heart, in my in by renewing my mind. I've talked about that. Renewing my self-image 
So if sin is missing the mark, revival is is repentance or to turn or to face or to change one's path to do what is right and what is righteous, right? And and recently, that's at least for me and many of the people who have been brought around me by God, that has been a thing, uh, a change in life, a change in perspective, a change in mind, a turning point. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I got something. How about, how about, let's, let's, let's go to the word. Ephesians 5, verses 13 through 15, okay? Follow me there, right? Let me say that again. Ephesians 5, verses 13 through 15. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore... It says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then how you walk, not as unwise, but wise. So did you catch that? Anything brought or exposed to light and becomes visible, you know, put in light, becomes visible, is light. It's going to radiate. So for me recently, it's, it's been character things that I've been dealing with, and people have helped me to help to illuminate these things and help me to, to be, those to become visible and change in my life, a pivot in mindset, uh, in, you know, an intense realization of identity, uh, knowing that other voices don't have to matter because I know my value. Right. While other people have realized that their value is not being used correctly and has pivoted to doing something else. Right. There's a lot. And that revived in me and brought in a new hope, a new focus, a new drive to change how I communicate with one with other people, including you, Parliament, and how I communicate uh, with God and with the church and you know, the amazing thing is, is now I'm a part of a church. I found a place where, where this is fostered and cared about. And I have some great new <laughs> parliament members out there who are a part of my life and speaking into me as I, you know, get the opportunity and the blessing to share what I have with them. It's just uh, an amazing turn of events. The, the parliament bear who this episode is dedicated to you know who you are, Parliament Bear, giving me phone calls, asking for episodes. He pivoted and and just moved and has changed his life and is headed in a direction of healthy mindset, healthy body, and and you know hitting goals that you know a year ago he didn't hit or hadn't hit. So you have this revival of people. You know, and, and, and the Lord is not going to just, you know, revive the church. He's going to revive humanity. I mean, that's why he came back. And so even then, outside of the church, you see this reverberating as people are being revived and, and changed. At, uh, you know, and people would say miraculously or there's new knowledge. But the wisdom that's found in the word is making its way out and people are grabbing onto it, whether they're becoming believers or not, whether it's worded the same or not, right? Uh, 
you know, Justin Martyr would say that that truth, that light is Christians by inheritance, but usually that truth and that light comes from Christians and it's just worded differently, right? People say, oh, I like that. That's great. And then they use it and they change it and they put it in the business world. They use different terminologies. But if you strip it down, get uh, unpeel the onion of what's being said, it's all back in, <laughs> it's in the word, right? That's why the, the Bible's so miraculous for, for knowledge and growth. But, but revival now is, is occurring, right? And you might see it in your friends. Uh, you might see it, um, I, if you're a church member, you might see it in your church. But it might only be one or two people. Why are they all experiencing that? But what, what, is your, what are you seeking, right? Uh, how are you pouring in to people? How are, you know, Jesus said the greatest of these commandments, great, the two greatest commandments is love to God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And the second is just as greatest is to love your neighbor as yourself. And if you cannot love yourself, how do you love somebody else? Because if you're going to treat them like you treat yourself. Let me say that again. I think this is, this is something that some of you need to hear. I always I tell myself, I remind myself, if you, how you love yourself is how you're going to love others. So if you do not love yourself, or if you're mistreating yourself in some way, that's how you're going to treat others. And I remember when I used to, uh, I, I dealt with rejection a lot. I, and, you know, my life story deals with rejection since, since the, the age of, of, let's see, kindergarten, five years old, five, six, six, first grade, seven, six, seven. First grade when my best friend from kindergarten, we got back from summer. It was no longer my best friend and started becoming my bully. And, I, you know, it was many years of, of rejection. And what I breed, since I was rejected, rejection was breeding in me and I just reject others. And it was a constant cycle of rejection. And it took many years and some counseling and some real and God renewing my mind to come, to overcome that. And, you know, maybe some of you will feel that. I mean, maybe you've been rejected online. Maybe you've been rejected in person. Maybe you feel rejected in school. I know as a teacher, I see a lot of rejection in middle school. I mean, man, it is just horrendous what the Internet has allowed for, for the spirit of rejection uh, to percolate in the minds and hearts of the youth. COVID rejections in the minds and hearts of youth. You have platforms like Discord. People with anonymity will be even crueler than they are in person. But let's re we, we go back to, to that revival and being salt and and being light to people, right? Because with faith, hope, and love, life is limitless. I, I say that. That's, that's one of my my phrases with faith hope and love life is limitless and so when we bring faith hope and love and 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 be salt and light we and and experience revival ourselves people can't help but to reach out and and want to be a part of that in some way shape or form right and if you're listening and you're in this place of revival something is changing in your life for the better it's kingdom orientated then you're in the right place because this is something that God is doing. It's a revival that's starting in the home so that it can become a wave, right? So that it's starting in the workplace. It's starting where you're pivoting. It's starting in your directions. And if you're not experiencing that, and believer or not believer, just seek. Seek and you shall find. Ooh, what wisdom. 
right? They did a whole book called Secret. Put it out there. Say, say if the secret is to claim it, to put it in the whole thing. Well, the word says that, you know, say things as they are to be. Oh, wait. But hey, ancient, ancient secrets. Not secrets. It's been in the word. You, you know, you used to be able to get a Bible free in the in in the hotel rooms. And now you can't. But you now have this ability, this time, this effort, this energy to dedicate to seeking and pivoting and being revived. And, man, I'm just so excited. So how do I put this out there? Right, I you know I I bring you into this little coffee shop where there's a lot of a noise and laugh over by the beach, and I tell you, look, if you're not experiencing revival, seek it. If you need to pivot, seek it. If you need to learn to love yourself, seek it. There's plenty of free love and advice out there, and I'm not talking about 1970s free love. I'm talking about the one that gives. And goes to, oh man, gives and elevates you to being a better, stronger you. Right? Let me say that again. That gives and elevates you to being a bigger, stronger you. So, you know, there's a multitude of of trivial people. And there's a minute of valuable people in your life and we talk about that back in the toxic thing focus on the people that 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 cheer for you and root for you when you're not in the room and when you're in the room i mean but you know who these people are and if you don't have those people in your life seek them out they are there you don't just maybe you do have them and you just haven't realized that they're there right and, and, you know, this is a time to put down uh, a emotional luggage, spiritual luggage, mental luggage. I, I heard today I, I was watching a interview on on YouTube between from the owner of the owner of Patron and the half owner of of, of Paul Mitchell the hair care stuff, and he was being by Noah Kagan, who owns AppSumo. And he talked about knowing and, and, and surrounding yourself with that value, but he also talked about, I, I found this to be key, he also talked about what's in yesterday's headlines is there. So put it down. Put the yesterday's paper, the, the uh, you can't change yesterday, right? So whatever happened to you yesterday, you can't change. It, it might affect you, but if you don't put it down, it'll always affect you. It'll always be the voice saying, I can't, I won't, I, it's just not going to happen. There won't be revival there because you are filling yourself. You are propagating your, the garden of your mind and your heart with weeds of the past, dead plants, of the past, right? I can give you imagery. You're putting dead carcasses and letting them rot in your mind, right? Because it's the past, you know? And you got to leave your past behind you. 
Uh, some Disney movie said that. Anyways, so this summer, it's a, the summer is, st- is still winding. Keep it keeps going. I mean, for me, it's I'm I'm headed towards the ten the tail end. I'm headed back to to teaching. And I'm going to be headed to to coaching, and I'm going to be headed to to public speaking. So keep a lookout for that. But here's what I have to give to you, okay? So listen up, because this is not going to be uh, the normal type challenge. Usually I was like, go do something. And what I want you to do is to leave your past behind you and give yourself a break. Ooh. As my friend uh, Eric would say, ooh. Ugh. I hope that, that that gets on the mic correctly. But leave your past behind you and put the, the luggage down and pivot. I like that word. It's a good coaching word. It means to, to turn. Or repent, if, if you want me to use the Christian, the Christian word. Repent and turn. Right? Change direction. Turn away from. And... In this exciting time, in this exciting thing, trust me, man, you'll be astounded how even just a, even if you just put one thing down, whether it be maybe a, maybe your mom or dad gave you a bad piece of advice, maybe maybe your friends were mean and cruel to you in school, like like the people I thought were my friends back in elementary school, and middle school, and high school. Right, many of them who are gone, and maybe uh, it was church or a pastor said something bad to you, or you're mistreated in youth group, or I don't know. There are some pretty horrendous and horrible stories, and there's some stories that are heart wrenching out there. Um, and I've heard some, and I can relate to some, and I've experienced my own. But what I I think. I, I would just want to let you know what I think I just want to let you, my, my parliament, know is that revival is here. A changing of the heart and mind is here. If you seek it, it's out there reverberating from the heavens in the universe reverberating in so many professions and fears that it's it's rather obvious and it's not these massive events it's man these singular people and the stories i keep hearing i'm just encouraged i'm just astonished at what is going on in the lives of god's children whether they're believers or non-believers or headed to becoming believers i'm telling you if you seek the stories, you will find them. If you need the encouragement, you will find it. Now is the time. Now is the season. And I just wanted to put that out there. Wow. I mean, I am so excited about that. I am just blathering on to, to a pretty long episode here in this coffee shop. Anyways, here's what I want you to know. That you have value. That you are loved. And that... Pour yourself another cup of tea, and I will see you when the season officially begins. Man, a lot of exciting things are coming, I promise. Thank you. Like, subscribe, leave a good comment. Thanks for visiting the Parliament. 
If you want to know about Gravitas Coaching, please visit gravitas.co. It's also where we host the Parliament. Last but not least, the intro and outro music credits. Intro music by Russ Budgen and outro music by Sardam Aravistov.